Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Kylie Merritt, the founder of AusBiz. Our goal at AusBiz is to provide you with news and information you can use to make better investment decisions, whether it's live, on demand, in the newsletter, or a podcast like the COB. We make it available at no cost to you. The bigger our audience, the more we can invest in great content. So I have a favour to ask. If you could take a minute to leave a review of the COB in the Apple Podcast app, it'll help us grow. And of course, don't forget to catch up with all the best interviews each day at osbiz.com.au. Thanks for listening. From Barangaroo Studios, the Osbiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hello, hello. It is the 5th of March. This is the COB. I'm Nadine Blaney here with Scuddy. I feel like order has been restored. Order has been <laughs> restored. It's great to be here. Good to be here as well on this Friday afternoon. Look, what a week it's been. Uh, you know, we had uh, Monday hot out of the gates with the RBA and its $4 billion bazooka. And we had the RBA meeting. We've had uh, volatility, a bit of a sell-off on Wall Street last night, and that set us up for a pretty negative Friday overall. Yeah, it all comes back to the bond market movements again and uh, that backing up of the uh, longer-dated yields uh, and really causing some problems for valuations, particularly in that growth sector. And it's going to be a thematic. I think it's going to be ongoing, not just uh, this week and recent weeks. This is going to be part of a broader story because you're going to get lots of strong economic data coming through, both at here and abroad over the next, uh, next few months including inflation readings, and it's going to really test the resolve of what uh, what central banks are prepared to go and do when it comes to ultra-easy policy. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and, and no doubt the rhetoric coming from the central banks will have to change. I mean, we saw what happened last night when Jerome Powell really shied away from making any strong statements in relation to the bond market. Yes, saying that they're looking for, for signs of financial instability. Don't see that yet. Still very focused on jobs and growth. And still seeing inflation as a uh, transitory, the inflation pulses that you're talking about in terms of them hitting and exceeding their inflation target for quite some time. But, you know, are they going to be bullied? Is that, that's the question. Uh, within the next two weeks, I think there's a growing risk that we'll see the market vomit, particularly equity market will vomit uh, and really put the pressure on the Fed to go and do something. We've seen it time and time again. And uh, there's the fact that we've got uh, a two-week blackout coming out from the end of tonight. Uh, I think it's still the 16th or 17th of March. Yeah, so you've, you've, got, you've got that two-week yeah. period. And uh, it just gives enough time. We're going to have a big issuance coming through when it comes to treasuries next week in the States. If you've got a big payroll figure later on this evening, it's just going to flow into that you know, mindset about you no know, stronger than expected growth, a bigger inflationary pulse than what was initially envisaged. And you put that together uh, with what's going on, a bit of nervousness in the, uh, the equity market and the bond market market with this outlook uh, and you can see that the uh, the ground is fertile for uh, a potential misstep albeit probably a temporary one yeah well I mean watching brief what can we say that it, that is the only watching brief pretty much out there right now because so much is hanging off what goes on in the bond markets and what happens as this uh, situation evolves OPEC plus did some good things for the energy space on Friday I mean sent us at one point up close to five percent 
Beach Energy doing well. We had Woodside doing well as well. But it's a pretty patchy picture out there. And if you take a look at the heavy hitters, I mean, CSL down, all of the big miners down, including gold, uh, the tech space clearly getting hit along with what's happening in the U.S. The banks, you know, managing to, to tread water at least. Uh, and Zed not doing too poorly. I hosted the call this afternoon with Junbei Lu from Tribeca. And uh, we had Claude Walker from A Rich Life. Uh, ANZ is Junbei's pick in the banking space. Macquarie, though, for both of those uh, expert guests. You know, they both like Macquarie the best of the bunch. Now that I've brought up the call, Scuddy, why don't we just get to the stock of the day? Stock of the day today was zero. Uh, zero yesterday announced that it had bought a European company, and uh, both of my expert guests thought that was a pretty smart move, although they differ a little bit. I liked this episode of the call because they're just very different investors. Uh, agreed on a lot of thematics, agreed and respected each other's opinion, but you know, just, just don't see eye to eye on many things. Here's what they had to say about Zero. It has made a great acquisition consistent with the plan. It is a business that has um, pretty much dominated um, the accounting software space um, here in Australia, New Zealand, and gone to UK that has done uh, you know, very well there. Looks like it will um, you know, have a very dominant market share there. And even US is making good inroads now. Um, its strategy is to become not just accounting software, but a platform for SMEs. Um, you know, and on that basis, they're making the right acquisition, which is a more payroll system. Um, and then that will broaden the out um, its product offering to the customers where it's already have dominant share in the accounting software. So our view is that it has increased its growth opportunity. You probably wouldn't buy 100% of your entire holding today, but certainly you'll be building a position from here on. They raised capital very cheaply, which is just a testament to the strength of their business and the willingness for investors to say, we, we think that this is good business is going to be around in 10, 20 years. And so they can raise capital cheaply. I think we will see more acquisitions, which is also just a feature of the fact that Zero is now a more maturing business. So it's already moved over break even. It can use its platform to really start rolling up other companies with synergies, as well as just the organic growth that we've seen get it this far. All of these names are going to come down now. And I think that Zero will, will come down a little more. And I, but I'm a holder and I'm certainly not selling. And if it gets down to about $90, I reckon I would buy more shares. So, uh, yeah, I'm waiting for a little more of a pullback at least. Uh, but I just think it got too expensive. And that's not the fault of the business. This is a great business. I intend to be a long-term holder and I would like to build my position. And so that is not going in the portfolio. But both of the expert guests thinking it's a, it's a pretty good company fundamentally. Okay. Buy on dip. Yeah. Well, that's what, Jun what Junbei would buy now. She'd start a position, but she would add to Anyways, you've just heard them talking about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are, you know, continuing to talk about this rotation into cyclicals. Uh, we spoke with Chris Conway earlier today. I think another interesting thing that he brought up, which I keep meaning to, you know, really push hard with guests is, yeah, we talk about this tech sell down. That doesn't mean all tech. So he gave us a tech name for the long run, yeah, a tech name that he thinks, even if you do continue to see selling, is worthwhile holding. Mm -hmm. And the other thing which I asked him about was cash levels and what they're doing strategically, you know, given we've seen some of this volatility in a pullback. You can listen to that interview via the show notes if you're interested. Uh, we spoke with Johannes Falls from about Meyer. 
he still likes it. And uh, Rare Earths is such a hot space. And Stuart Roberts from Stocks Down Under talked to us about some of the rare earth stocks you might be interested in as well. So it was a stocky, picky kind of day today. Uh, we know you love it. Okay, so tonight we have non-farm payrolls in the U.S. So do you think there's a risk that it could really surprise to the upside? <laughs> Absolutely. We've been, uh, we've, all the data leading up to it has been pretty subdued. Uh, and payrolls is volatile at the best of times. So uh, if it, the, uh, the result is, uh, is pretty, you know, meh, like the other data, there won't be much surprise. But uh, we've seen a lot of official uh, labor market data around the world that uh, we've breeze past market expectations so interesting to see what happens there i'll be paying particularly close attention to the uh the underutilization rate the unemployment rate and also average hourly uh wages that's paid because well everyone's focusing on that deflationary pulse that's going to be a big part of it and of course the stimmy payments beyond that uh the uh, the senate in the united states is already in the process of debating that so it won't be too long until that is passed in one form or another Okay, so that is what we are watching in terms of non-farm payrolls tonight. I think that's pretty much the piece de la resistance <laughs> in terms of economic data tonight. Um, look, it's a Friday. Quick party is a good party sometimes. Especially today. No jawboning from me. <laughs> Scotty's had his wisdom teeth out. Um, look, we're going to give it a wrap. We hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Thanks for staying with us through this week. We've got a great um, lineup of guests all ready to rock and roll on Monday morning. We'll see you for the live stream from 8.30. And we look forward to having a chat with you via the podcast next week as well. See you then. Have a great weekend.